Par Bar. Yeah, You're yeah. on Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Dash. And this is the f- eighth episode. Yes, dude. I totally forgot. This is our hundred and, and first episode. Oh, this last week. Yeah, 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 we man. missed our hundred. Oh. Yeah, we missed it like by well, two. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was looking up all our episodes, and we're at a this a hundred two. Well, we're gonna do something special for hundred fifth. We're gonna do something. We're gonna do something big, but I guess we missed the hundred. But hey, that's, congratulations, that's, guys! We're over a hundred. But what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, everybody? Your favorite family member, Uncle No No. for day. And the doctor himself, Doctor Twisted. What it do? And we're about to do our weekly catch up. Um, my week, I was sick uh, from Valentine's Day morning. Uh, all the way to about Sunday. Kind of got over it on Monday. And actually, I took to yesterday off as well. Just you me still action. look sick. Yeah, yeah. You make me sick. That's why. <laughs> um, sick and tired. But yeah, I had to catch up a little bit more on rest and catch up on some cleaning. And nice. then, you know, like when I go back to work, I hate like all those emails which have been sitting in your... Oh, so you got like, uh, yeah, a, like 200 emails? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So actually what I did is I went, I logged in yesterday to work and I was like uh, just checking a bunch of things out off in uh that way I came back in today and I was like already on top of things. People were like, wow, this guy's been working while he was sick. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm almost yes. on top of us. Did you know, just highlight everything and just press delete? <laughs> <laughs> Never got it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, son. <laughs> um, it's not a but Yeah, man, ticket. like uh, we did that. Actually, I got to play some baseball with my, my kids over. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that looks weekend, sick, yeah. So yeah. they're getting ready for T-ball. They're actually going to start this Friday if the rain hold, uh, depending on how much it rains. In our California state, which is ridiculous. Too much. Yeah, too yeah. much. I get it. We need it. But, uh, yeah. Tired man. of it. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? If you live in, in Washington or Portland, man, I don't know what you're doing up there, son. Know, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, if you're on a Hilo, I feel bad for you, man. If, it, if this is what you're. That's not as bad. What? Well, because it's hot? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess could, I, I could deal with the rain, but just not when it's cold. Yeah, I guess rain and rain and heat isn't as. I think the humidity. Yeah, I think yeah, the humidity will fuck. Oh, you that's up. a big river, Noel. Humidity, humidity, You just makes you sweat. Yeah, but that was my week, man. You know, I I I was recovering. My older son was recovering. We got some baseball in there, and then a little bit of housework. So, yeah, that was it for me. Yeah, man, I just. Uh, Getting some stuff done around the pad, taking care of some stuff that'd be taking care of, like you said, the rain man. Motherfucker. Trying to mow the lawn, putting grooves in it with the, the wheels off the lawnmower, so call that one. Um, trying to find a puppy. Oh, <laughs> uh, went to one of those, uh, those uh, adoption fairs that they had down at the mall. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I wasn't about to spend $450 for a some mutt dog just wasn't gonna do it, man. But it's a rescue. Yeah. yeah <laughs> hey, a- you know, back on that, uh, um, not to t- switch the subject up, back, yeah. but uh, the when it rains and like all this greenery comes out of here, like your dirt that's Dude. been sitting in your front, oh, yeah, that's frustrating, man. Them, those weeds, oh, no. bro. The weeds, yeah. God yeah. dang. Because they're like some wild, crazy weeds, and man. they take over your lawn. Yeah. So like, what the hell did my lawn go? It's just weeds. <laughs> Oh man, I got I got some weeds at, at my house, man. They'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> you try to touch them, they got thorns coming out. Oh, I'll post that up on my Instagram later on, <laughs> fellas. But man, these on just the leaves alone, yeah, it has thorns on it. Yep. Dude, you touch Hell them no. and dude, it makes you it makes it's you feel itch. like you uh yeah like yep. itchy like you 
touch fiberglass or yeah. something, dude. What the hell? Yeah, fuck we, used to, you we used to get those and slap each other on the neck when we were kids. Oh hell what? no, yeah. that that ain't slap no fun. Slap each other on the neck and you feel the little pricks go in your neck and start itching real bad and bump yeah. up. It's only for a few minutes. Yeah, so, that might be yeah. funny when you when the, in the nineties or eighties. That shit ain't funny now. Yeah, <laughs> that's bullying yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, yeah. <laughs> Schools get shot. Oh yeah, I'm suing your ass. No, but I try to get out my lawn too, man. I I ran over the front yard a little bit with my lawnmower and nothing will go into the grass catch because everything's so wet it yeah, just gets it stuck up. to the side and then it shuts down the blade mm. because it's so thick man but yeah me just nah, I, I cut that shit out then I started looking for new fishing spots <laughs> I'm like nah fuck this shit push that motherfucker right I didn't even move the lawnmower I left it right there in the front yard grabbed my fishing gear and dipped like, that's what happens here in California son. Like, we don't know we don't know what to do with green grass and stuff like that okay we'll just wait till the shit dies and we'll come later. wait for the summertime we'll just light the front yard on fire yeah. that'll park the cars on top of it Right? <laughs> yeah, that that uh, that sounds more like a solution. I'll just wait till this shit dries some, up. Go buy a piece of plywood and just lay it on top of it. So it just goes flat. <laughs> some old remnant carpet laid out. <laughs> right? Uh, that's, yeah, tight. that's a good idea, actually. I, uh, I think that was me right there. Man, I'm glad I think the same way. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I thought I was the only one I was like, Oh man, I, like everybody's yeah. yard. Like I'm, yeah, like I'm driving into work. I'm just seeing everyone's yard. Like yeah, except for the people that have like artificial grass. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. You're like damn, this shit looks yeah. good. Yeah, even oh, see, that's fake. You even see some of them got weeds going up through the edges of that too. Yeah, you thought you had the solution. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's happened with that. If you got to call like the people who put it in there, and be like, hey, you got we got weeds growing outside on, around the grass. Yeah. And they're like, well, we've never had this problem. We've never. <laughs> we didn't California. expect this. <laughs> we, we didn't expect all this rain. Yeah, no, but sir, those weeds are paid for. <laughs> uh, is that everything we did? Hey man, we can't do much. I mean, it's raining. In the yeah, rain, yeah, that's we're, true. We're definitely not used to it. Yeah, boca kitty my go. That's yeah. <laughs> you should put that work. on the shirt, dude. You should put that on the shirt. That'd be sick. <laughs> Rainy days, boca kitty my go. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Not but, necessarily yeah. in that order. Did uh. But I guess what else we got going on? We got uh, this weekend, yep. hopefully, because it's supposed to rain today and it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Uh, but on Saturday, the 23rd of um, March, February. It's still February, yeah. Rich. Yes. Remember, it was Valentine's Day. It's right. Valentine's yeah. for sick. Man. Come on, man. We don't want this year to go by that quick. No, man. It's only 10 months till Christmas. We <laughs> <laughs> started <Damn>. already. <laughs> Planning a party. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> 10 months till Christmas, guys. Um, get started. We do have uh, February 23rd. We're going to be at Guahan, Guahan Grill. Grill. Yes. Uh, we're going to be there from, what, like 2 two to two to 6, 2 to 7? 2 to 7. Yeah, but then if we start drinking, then who knows how long. We'll yeah, 2 to yeah. closing. We might yeah. be there from 2 to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> right? Challenge accepted. Um, Keep the grill got, going. Yeah, they do got uh, music uh, that day. They got uh, Jay Hua playing. Yes. They also have uh, Nico and Friends or Dominic and Friends. and Dominic I don't know. Friends. Everybody, whoever shows up. Yeah, Yeah. so that's going to be at 6 o'clock. They also have a tap takeover. Uh, Yeah, from Novo uh, Brazil Mm -hmm. Brewing Company. Yes. Yeah, they're located in Eastlake. I'll get the address. A cool thing about them, um, they're opening up a new restaurant in the Otay Ranch Mall. Oh, really? Um, For those of you that live in San Diego. Uh, I don't know exactly when it's opening, but it should be fairly soon. Maybe springtime. Wait, is that is that Brazilian food they're going to be opening? I have, I have no clue, but the the brewery is opening. Hell yeah! Yep. 
with the restaurant. Because I, I like Brazilian food. food. I don't know if you guys do, I but I do. Yeah. I love Brazilian. It's a bunch of garlic and it's salt. <laughs> and it's majority <laughs> all meat. Yeah. Right? All, yeah, lamb. A lot of meat. It's a lamb with garlic. It's a steak with garlic. Yeah. It's chicken with garlic. Yeah. <laughs> and then some random hot dog that they make with garlic. And then, and then they got that, uh, what, like a pepper shaker or a wood, like a wood uh, thing that you put up on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you leave it on green, they just keep on coming to your table. Oh, yeah. If you flip oh, it on red, they yeah. stop. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the restaurants down in uh, downtown. Uh, Ray Degato? Yeah, Ray Degato. So, yeah, a couple of those. A lot of those, a lot of those do that. Brazilian, yeah. yeah, the Brazilian yeah. barbecue places do that. But yeah, man, when I go to those, I, I mean, I don't, all I do is just, I'll take one of those, small piece of that, try it, everything, and then when I see the same guy coming back and forth, then I, like, start picking on what I want to eat. Yeah, I mean, like, what, what tastes good. Yeah, what that, tastes that, good. That guy probably tried to avoid our table. <laughs> Dude, have you I'm had that, to serve uh, these guys. that rice vodka that they have in those uh, Brazilian restaurants? Rice vodka? Yes. No. That stuff is that stuff's bomb, dude. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like horchata? <laughs> no, it's more clear. No, it's, that stuff's pretty good. Hmm. It's a rice vodka they have there. I guess they serve it in Brazil. It's a, like their uh, version of their vodka. vodka. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, vodka I don't know. Oh. Now I'm getting hungry. I don't know if I... Yeah. But with that being said, we're going to come back. We also have a guest here in the house. Yes. yes all sir. the way from San Diego. Ooh, um, but he likes to do the jizz. The whole jizz. He had to get it in there. Yeah. <laughs> been, but we're going to come back with him. Uh, before we get there, we're going to hit some of this music real quick. Don't go nowhere. Remember, you're on Item Block Radio, Post of the Pacific, where paradise, paradise lives. This generation rules the nation with version. Yeah. 
This segment coming up is brought to you by Guahan Grill. Go check out their new location, 791 Palm Avenue. In fact, next week, if you're around, come down and check us out. We're going to be down there with them from 2 o'clock till closing. Some uh, nice live music, some good food, good beers. Uh, come check them out. Guahan Grill. Yeah, we got Jay Hua and oh, yeah. Nico. Yep. They'll be playing out there. And also, it's going to be a tap takeover at 2 o'clock, Novo, Brazil. Oh, yeah. Shout out uh, to Novo. Yeah. They're pretty dope. Dude, I had their coconut beer today. Oh, yeah? Uh, their How IPA. Was it? Double IPA. Yeah, it's oh, good. Shit. Yeah. You taste the coconut for sure. And it's not like as strong as an I- a double IPA. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, we have a guest in the house. We do. The Power Bar. Ooh. Yep. We got Tim Pablo from Apex Jiu-Jitsu. What's up? Yo, what's yo, up? Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? The Jiu-Jitsu? Is that how you say it? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Jiu-Jitsu? Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> what's up, Tim? How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm alive. I'm, 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 I'm happy to be here and shit. We appreciate you coming down. I mean, you're, you're San Diego uh, local. Yes, uh, sir. Born and raised? Born and raised. Born and raised in yeah. uh, National City here National in San City. Diego. Uh, tell us a little bit about your past with uh, jujitsu. I know you're, are you a, a black belt? I'm a black belt. So you're a black belt out here. And, and um, yeah, tell us a little bit about like your history and how you even got into jujitsu. Man, to be honest, <clears throat> actually, I was never, you always hear a story of people that, that train jujitsu saying, I remember seeing the first, uh, UFC with Hoist Gracie. Oh yeah, right. Right, and they, and they were like that turned me on to jujitsu. I was the opposite. I come from a karate karate family. My uncle owned a uh, karate studio in um, National City on Highland. So my whole up- upbringing was stand up, karate. I loved boxing. So I I didn't feel jujitsu. I remember my, my buddy in, in high school. He had the the, uh, the UFC on tape, and he said, "Man, you gotta watch this." We were calling them Royce. Wait, what year is this? What year is this? I think 94, something like 95, 95. Uh-huh. So he was like, man, you got to watch this guy. His name is Royce. We were calling him Royce. You know, we didn't know the H was a, or the R was a huh, you know, an yeah. H. Yeah. So we were like, Roy, he's like, Royce Gracie. I went to his house. He popped the tape in. We we're watching. And I was immediately turned off. I'm like, man, this dude's got a gi on and he's not throwing any punches or kicks. Right. This dude's a sucker. Weak, you yeah. know? So... But just my cousin, he wrestled in high school. He wrestled as a kid. I played football, and, and so I, re- I didn't wrestle. I really didn't understand really the grappling sports. But he, after high school, he was like, man, we got to um, do this jujitsu thing. We got to do jujitsu. And I was like, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not with that. Like, right. you ain't punching and kicking. That's not fighting. Like, <laughs> I'm not with it. Yeah. So years and years and years, man, he would ask me. And then finally, I was just like, all right, let's 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 go check out a couple gyms. Okay. Yeah. What well, year? How, how old are you when you first started? <clears throat> I was, um, you know, to be honest, it's hard for me to remember, but I was either 24 or 25. Okay. Yeah. So you're, at this point, you're, how many years of karate do you have at that point? Sure, my whole life. Like, I was doing karate since I was like, Six, seven. Is that kind of like uh, what's uh old boy's name from Brazil too? Who does uh stand up? Oh, uh, 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 Machida. Yeah, yeah. Something similar to that. Yeah, we did. We did Kempo Karate. So Chinese, Chinese American Kempo Karate. Okay. Yeah, which was my uncle had his um little karate studio in National City, which was um it was cool, man. Yeah. So raised in that, raised in that studio doing karate, like that was it. So all the way to twenty four, you're doing that. Nah, you know, because it, it shut down, but we always um um. 
always my dad always liked to like ke- keep young and then. practice. Yeah. Okay. So to this day, like my dad's, she'll be seventy, and I post things on my grandma all the time. Where we'll, I'll come over to his house and he always wants to like spar and stuff. Oh, really? So I gotta slap him up real quick. And <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> I think I remember that gym, man. It was like across uh, across from Walmart. It was yeah, right by Walmart. It was yeah. more more like by the KFC, you know where the Firestones right, right, at. Right, yeah. Or used to be, it was right there, little little gym. I remember that. Gym, yeah. Man. I think uh, Fonz went to that gym. Yeah. No way, really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Alfonso? Yeah. yeah. There. Little, 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 real small, but just like hardcore, like, you know, if you went in there, you had a problem, like you were, they were like close the door type deal, you know, like, was it, was it like you ain't never going to leave. Okay, I'm not joking, don't kick me in my face and shit, <laughs> but I was, like, I was like, is it like uh, Mr. Miyagi, and then there's like the Cobra Kai, like that kind of hard, <laughs> yeah. like. We were no, probably more like Cobra no, Kai, no, we were probably more like Cobra really? Kai. And yeah. that place was deep, too. Yeah, a lot of heads in there. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn, I don't remember that. And it was more of a hardcore, like it wasn't, you know, they weren't too concerned with members, which they probably should have been. You know, they're more concerned with the art of like just really getting busy. Oh, I got you. You know, and and, if you couldn't cut it, you were out. Oh, yeah, they they beat you out the door, you know? (laughs) You're like, I'm never coming back here. (laughs) I jumped out. Yeah, for real, yeah, I'm never coming back here. (laughs) That was a horrible $50. (laughs) (laughs) Worst $50 I spent. All right, so you go, you go, uh, you, you're at twenty, about twenty four or so. Yeah. Uh, what's your first uh, jujitsu gym you joined? We, we, you know, in San Diego at the time, there wasn't many. Not I was going to say because like I don't remember. Oh yeah, many. like now, I mean, you you go anywhere, you throw a rock, you're gonna hit a jujitsu gym. Yeah, every corner. Yeah, every like, corner, you know. So like liquor stores. We we were Starbucks. and we you know we kind of did some research and we're like, man, what what's what's around here at South Bay because we we're we we're from the South Bay side, gotcha. so we were like, um, what's close to home? You know, at the time it was. There's a gym called Fabio Santos. He's one of the old school. He's a red and black belt. Oh, okay, Been around yeah. forever. Like one of the like straight. Dude walked out with like the the Gracies like in the UFCs. You know how they do those like yeah, shoulder yeah. trains where they hold each other's shoulders? Yeah. He was one of those dudes like he used to walk out with them back then. He was a student of a Hoy's Gracie or Holes Gracie. Then Holes died. And then he became a student of Hicks and Gracie. There was him. That was more of a pure jiu-jitsu gym. And then there was um, uh, Rodrigo Madero's. He's still there. He's in PB. But for us, that was a little bit, little out of the way. Yeah. And then Charlie Kohler, he's like a San Diego legend, been around for a long time. Um, he had his um, San Diego Fight Club, but it was more of an MMA gym. They had the Lions Den right. and stuff like yeah, that. Right. But we went in more of a pure jujitsu like gym. Okay. So we went to Charlie's, and then we went to Fabio's, and we end up we end up uh, uh, signing with Fabio Santos. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, was a, I was a purple belt. I, I went from white to purple in the Fabio. We have Dominic Blossom now, who's also a student of uh, uh, Tim's. Uh, real quick. Do you recall who Paul Bowen was training under? Was that also Fabio? You don't know? I don't know. All right. Well, there's a lot of Chamorros that that you're trained, useless. Uh, a lot of Chamorro boys are actually at Fabio's. A lot, a lot of Chamorro boys. They came from Guam, and for whatever reason, they they ended they up at Fabio's. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so you do that, and how many years are you there with? Uh, are you training with Fabio? Do you have like a, you and a bunch of people, or was it just you? He's like, this is the gym. I'm gonna stop. Well, it was me, me and my cousin, man. Um, again, we we went and did like this, just like little uh, uh, introductory class type deal. Signed up. Funny story about jujitsu, man. I always tell people this too. I did the class. <clears throat> kind of got peer pressure by my cousin, man. He was like, man, let's sign up, let's sign up. So we did this um, uh, um, annual contract. One year contract, and to be honest, that saved me with jujitsu, because I hated it. Started rolling, I'm like, man, fuck, this jujitsu shit sucks. Like, I'm not a fan of it. It sucks. I was getting headaches every day. I'm like, this is some bullshit. <clears throat> but obviously, I was stuck in a contract. Right. So I was like, you know what, man? Let me just ride this out, see where it takes me. And after like, I don't know, I would say like maybe 
maybe about a month, then I was hooked. I'm like, I love this. Like that was a learning curve, a month for you. For me, it was about a until I really was like, yo, this is cool. You know, I'm 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 gonna really. I, I started to love it. it was about yeah. a month. Start getting wow. a little respect for it. And- yeah, man, and, and it was funny because I I would I was went to the morning class. Where at Fabio's, the morning class was all the killers, like the dudes that didn't work. They just did jujitsu, and right. so I was literally like the only white belt in the morning class. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was like a bigger dude too, because I was into like working out and stuff. So, I was a bigger dude, and and they say um you know a little bit of a like just using a lot of my strength, and you know they, they would, uh, so. They didn't like that, you know? Uh, so they they really put you in your place real quick. Work you harder. They work you hard, man. Yeah, hold the hold the hold the submission a little longer. <laughs> uh, so like uh see that's man, see okay, so Dominic knows this. Dominic's always asked me to uh to come into do jujitsu. And for me, I had the same kind of like the same thing with you. Um for me it's not I like to strike. If I'm gonna fight, if I'm gonna do something, I like to I like to punch. Punching like at least with our hands and our feet. Yeah. Don't start grabbing me, man, because I'm going to get uncomfortable, and it's just going to start feeling weird. I don't like that. He's going to call time out. I'm not playing tummy sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Someone stand us up. Someone stand us up. Right? But but, um, but also, I've I've learned to respect, like, jujitsu because I've been put in my place really fast by someone that, you know, like, I would think that, like, you could slap around. Exactly. Yeah. And it is, they get your arm, and all of a sudden, you're you're like, hold on, I need that thing to punch you. Hold on real fast. Right? And you can't do it. All of a sudden, yeah, it's bent backwards. You're like, oh, my God, he's going to break it. And that's the thing with, with jiu-jitsu now, like, with the way things are. Like, you don't know who knows what. Yo, right. The nerdiest looking guy. Yeah. The, well, guy, the kid that you would kick sand in his face at the beach. I can, yeah. Put you on your ass and roll you Man, up quick. My my dad, honestly, my dad and my older brother, they still don't, like, really respect jiu-jitsu. And it drives me nuts because I've been doing this, like, over 15, 15 years, you know, somewhere around there. Right. Yeah. And they're still like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool, but, you know, there's always a but, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm like, man, there's no but. Like, there's, you're done, yeah. you know, like, yep. easy. Yeah. Like, easily done. And, and it's funny because you say that, and the first thing I actually look at when I when I square up like people is their ears. And I don't, you guys can't see this. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can't see this, but Tim's ears are amazing. <laughs> they're the most beautiful ears I've ever seen in my life. Damn, I just saw uh, them right now. Yeah. Yeah, right next so that I mean that's always been the number one thing I've always looked at yeah. when I when I square people I'm like I'm like oh shit look at cauliflower ears got cauliflower ears hey man can we just talk about yeah. this man he's either a wrestler <laughs> or he's a jujitsu guy either way I'm I don't know which it is but I'm about to find out all I know is I'm staying four feet away from this motherfucker I don't know that's the truth about you like you really cannot like you can't judge a book by its cover right right because there's dudes you train with and you're like. You would normally think like, man, I'll like you see him at the club or Beach bar on the street, like, man, I'll slap this little dude. Yeah. Who he thinks he is, and then you're like, oh, you, you roll with him or two. My, my, well, anyway, after Fabio, I went to Barrett, Barrett Yoshida. Okay, yes. Which, looking at him, his ears are, I mean, you know, by right away because he's got yeah. that look of like, can he hear me? Death look, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he looks at you, he looks through you, he looks at your soul. Yeah. But he's a little dude, you know, and, and, and that always amazed me because you're like, man, this little dude, like, really. But when he's on you and you're just like, <sighs> can't figure it out. You can't to this yeah. day. I'm like, man. Yeah. So we have some buddies that actually train with him and they say the same thing. It's just the craziest thing is to watch him roll and to kind of like watch his his magic. It's like art. Yeah. As they said, it's like the craziest like thing you'll octopus. ever see. Yeah. He is. And that's, that's I, did a, I did a logo for him was an octopus because he's always talking about that. He's like, you know, you got to be like an octopus or anaconda. You yeah. know, when it grabs its prey, it uses its whole body, whole core to... Kill that prey. Yep. 
You know what I mean? And, and that's how he, he always he used to always talk about that. So I did like this little octopus logo for him. So how did all that my money, Barrett? No, I'm so, just how, <laughs> so how did that transfer? You you moved from uh, Fabio over to what? How many years did you do with Fabio? Um, Fabio, I probably was with. Man, it's all like I said. I've been hitting my head a lot, so <laughs> the, the memory's not very great. But um, Fabio's probably like four years. Okay. Probably around there, three, four years. So I you get it maybe to like your blue or purple I was purple belt. belt. Got my purple. purple. I got my purple rather quick with Fabio. Okay. Yeah, like I think within a year, 11 months, I was wow. a purple belt. Wow. Yeah. But I was really with fast. it, man. I, I trained like that. Like I said, once I fell in love with it, I was in love with it. Are like, you that type of person that when you when you find something you really like, you I want do, to Yeah, I can tend to like, it, yeah, I, nice. I wanted to get good. You know, I was tired of getting smashed and I was like, yo, like... I was a challenge to myself, like, man, I'm tired of getting crushed. These dudes, like, I'm, I need to get good at this, you know? So I just trained, like, and my wife knew at the time, my wife knew she was like, yo, if it was like, I don't care if it was a birthday party, whatever it was, it was going to be done after my jujitsu. Like, I trained six days a week, mm. Monday through Saturday, every day. Like, wow. and if I could, I did two days a week or man. two days, two, two classes a day. I'm sorry, two classes a day. So it was, I was, I was fully like, Immersed in it. I was immersed, man. Yeah. I was like, this is like, fuck, I love this thing. I love oh, this. Jiu-Jitsu moves and your wife and home and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and back then, man, it was harder, too. You know, like, now everyone just, they jump on YouTube. They look up moves. We didn't have YouTube. YouTube wasn't around back then. You know, we had, like, we had VHS tapes still. I was like, yo, I'm going to get this VHS DVD of, or DVD or VHS of, like, the triangle or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then we, we you know, we were lucky. You know, I think Grappling Magazine came out. And then, oh, you I know, am. then you were yeah. able to like you know see some step by step moves. Right. It was kind of cool, you know. But now it's everything's accessible. Everyone's on YouTube, like just coming up with these moves, and that can be annoying though sometimes. Yeah. But you get these guys that you know Come in with the don't YouTube know the moves. basics at all. You know the fundamentals, but they want to do like you know some you know some thirty step them <laughs> you know right inverted now. barambolo type technique. I'm like. <laughs> You can't even get out of this guard, bro. Stop. <laughs> uh, and so you go, you go with the uh, Master Bear. Master Bear, Bear Yoshida, yeah. Um, and then how many years are you with with uh, Bear? I, I would still consider myself under Bear, but you know, um, man, the rest. I mean, it just until maybe a few years, I was considered not under Bear anymore. But oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tim, so. I don't, I don't know. So when you're leaving one one gym and one... I'm a creonte. That's what they call them. <laughs> going to, to another, does that create any kind of issue? Definitely or? does, man. And especially old school Brazilians. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there was very that... That... Where you... If you train anywhere else, like cross-training nowadays, pretty, it's pretty accepted, right? right? You can do open mats here. You can do open mats there. You're cross-training. It's just for the, the greater good of jiu-jitsu, right? Because right? jiu-jitsu is bigger than everyone else. It's jiu-jitsu. But even back then, man, we would do that, and, and Fabio didn't like it. A lot of the older, like, Brazilians did not like the fact that you would train at another gym. So, you, yeah, I mean, you could literally get kicked out for doing that. Even though I'm paying you, you still kick me out, you know? Because it's a style. It was, it yeah. was I don't know, I think it was more of the, the investment of, like, yeah, that's my technique, even though they were really teaching the same techniques. But it was more or less, like, you know, he's he's investing time in you. And, and it was more, I guess, that honor and respect, I guess. I'm not too sure of why they didn't weren't too open to um, cross-training. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely understand it. And it's definitely not to, to, to match uh, uh, dancing with... Um, Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. It but it is, the same, it is the same concept that when you leave a, when you leave a studio, you have to ask one permission uh, from your old teacher to make sure you can go to your new teacher. Mm-hmm. 
and it that causes conflict. Yeah. You know, because it is a style. Even though you're teaching yeah. the same basics, yeah. there's something different about their basics. And um, yeah, I, I guess I could see that. So um, yeah, I didn't ask permission, man. Actually, me and Fabio, we, I kind of left like not maybe maybe in good terms, um, but <clears throat> I left, went to Barrett's. I still see Fabio. We talk. We're friends. You know. Um, you get older. People get older. He's older. You know. I mean, at the beginning, like he tried to claim like I wasn't a student under his or whatever it was, but he's over <laughs> that now. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. Then I was with Barrett. Um. Shit, it's been there. It's been been years since I've been with Barrett now. I'm actually Barrett's first black belt to not do MMA. Really? Yeah, it was that wow. was that was like his uh that was like kind of like his it was mandatory at the time. It was like he you had to fight MMA cuz he fought MMA a lot of a lot of years in Japan. Yeah, right. So it was like you had to fight MMA, you know, to that was kind of his uh rule and then, but I, I was like the first I'm the first black belt of his to not fight MMA. Wow. Yeah. That's it's that's super cool. interesting. Yeah, that's kind of cool. cool. It's interesting to know, man. Uh, and I do want to get more into that, but before we get there, well, this show is brought to you by Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Uh, you can download the app on Google Store, also on iTunes. It's also on your smart devices at home. And uh, yeah, man, go check that out. Uh, join us on Island Block Radio, and uh, we're the Power Bar on Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Anyway, so let's get back. We, we have Tim Pablo here from yes, Apex Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, we just kind of did some of the background on his past. Um... Man, I, I kind of want to jump into that. That's super interesting that you're the first person to not do uh, MMA fighting, right. uh, being under uh, Master Barry. What was the uh, reasoning for that? Were you just kind of like, you know, I'm not into that. I'm not there. I don't want to be there. No, I, I was definitely into it. I just, at the time, again, I was, I had a business. I was, I was running my business. Um, I was, I was working. I had, I had a kid, son at the time. Wait, so well, uh, you also have a business? So yeah, I'm an electrician. I'm an electrical contractor. That's what I do by day. Oh, okay, yeah. your day oh. trade. That's my day trade. Okay. So, um, I was working, and especially at that time, I was really trying to grow my business. So, um, I just didn't have the time, uh. right? So, I mean, I'm that type of dude where, <clears throat> if I'm going to commit to something, I really, from more of a mental, just a mental preparation for me. Yeah. I have to be. I have to know I'm really giving my all to what I'm doing, you yeah. know, what the training wise. So I wasn't going to jump in a cage and, you know, without properly training and, and look bad, you know, right. like that was, I wasn't with that. Mm. So just the time, just didn't yeah. have enough time in the day. Yeah. And I think uh, for the guys I, I have talked to, I've had, I have a buddy, Ray, who also trained under Master Barrett, um, uh, my buddy, Ray McClary. And, uh, but he said the same thing, you know, like the guys who do MMA, uh, they, they live in the gym. Yeah. They basically live in the gym. Yeah, that's that's your job. And they're like, for him, so he would do like these uh, these uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments because there were more um, ability, the ability for him to, to commit himself to a jiu-jitsu tournament was way better than an MMA uh, tournament. Right. Because you're, I guess, maybe all the crafts or whatever it is. Um, but nonetheless, you're, you're so you then you start Apex Jiu-Jitsu, and that's where I want to jump into. Okay. Uh, how long has Apex Jiu-Jitsu been around now? Since 2016, so we're going on three. It's our third year. Yeah. So yeah, fairly, fairly new. So what was that? What was that uh, endeavor like when you were just like, you know what? I'm gonna do my own gym. Yeah, it's funny again when me when me and my cousin first started. Well, shout out to my cousin Damien. He just he just got his black belt last year from Andre Goval. Oh, so he's nice, a black belt nice. under Andre Goval. Um, and um, we, we just kind of was our dream, man. Like when we first started, and we were into, it, we were like, yo, we even did the math. Like when we when we get our black belt, we'll be this year. You know this. This age, we'll start our academy, whatever it may be. 
Um, but obviously, I kept training, and he kind of he had kids and did his thing, so he didn't get his black belts. We kind of just drifted apart as far as training is concerned. Um, but to be honest, like before I even opened up Apex, I wanted to do like a, um, I wanted to donate my time. I wanted to donate my time to like a, some jujitsu in my neighborhood, you know, National City, you know. So I was like. My whole idea before I even like opening academy, I was like, man, I wanna, I wanna like maybe get with uh, some a YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club or where it may be, and and teach jujitsu maybe one day a week or two days a week for the for the the, the neighborhood the kids of the neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to give another outlet or something to do. Keep them out of and trouble. Just keep them out of trouble and just share the love for jujitsu because you know, I mean, I think I I feel like jujitsu has given a lot to my life and I and I want to give back. And that's the reason why I really just started. I opened Apex. Mm. You know, but I figured like, I figured if I open Apex, then I be, can be an established gym, and then I can now then it'd be a little easier to kind of, you know, approach the boys and girls club to say, hey, you know, let's let's do or whatever it may be, YMCA's out there in National City and, and start some sort of program for the kids of the city. Okay, that's nice. That's dope, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I mean, that's that's what we do. Our our dads can based around is, is giving back to our community. Yeah, of course. Um, where's Apex? Well, actually, what does Apex stand for? Apex means the top or highest point, right? So everyone as a, as a person, individual, I mean, not even just jujitsu, as a person, as a human, we should strive to be the best that we can be as for us. You know what I mean? So every day we should try to be better. So that's just why I, li- I liked Apex. It was just the top or highest point. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was like some, like, uh, different meaning, like, hey, was nah. it an abbreviation or, or something? <laughs> <laughs> just being the best you can be, man. That's it. Another Pablo excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Training. Training. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking way, way beyond that. I thought that was completely something different. Um, but it, so you guys have, have you guys done as uh, Apex Jitsu? You guys, I've seen you guys travel a little bit. Uh, Dominic's been on a couple uh, travel things with you guys, right? Tournaments? Yeah. Um. Well, travel as far as, I mean, we've been, you know, we, we go to like travel to Vegas tournaments. So, right. Um, Arizona or um, where else? Uh, pretty much it's up and down California. Yeah, yeah. And so, how does that? Because um, I'm sure you guys see, you see people you don't, you know, oh yeah, the years, and then they're like, "Man, you got your own, your own, your own studio," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." And they're like, "All right, cool," you know. And then like, "Oh, that's my student," you know, like boom, boom, boom. And then they're like, "They, they you might beat their student," and then they might look at you like this motherfucker. <laughs> Nah, man, you know, you, you definitely, be, being being involved in jiu-jitsu for so many years, you, it's a small community. Yeah. Right? So you definitely know, if, you, if, you, if you've if done jiu-jitsu for so long, you know you know people in jiu-jitsu, especially if they have gyms, academies. So, yeah, but it's never like that. Like, if if one of my students beats another, you know, professor's students, you know, it's, it's more just, it's more respect, right? It's like, yo, you guys are doing good things over there, you know? Good, they they kind of see what we're doing, which is good. Yeah. You know, I actually just had, I just had, um... One of the owners of um, Outliers Jiu-Jitsu. It's like True Jiu-Jitsu. True Jitsu, I think it's called. He's under. He just stopped me at one of this, um, actually, like this last tournament. And he was like, man, you guys are doing great things at Apex. You know, because every time my student, when I look at the bracket, I see a guy from Apex, I know we're going to have a fight. Mm. You know what I mean? And to me, that was like, that was like, that yeah. was a compliment. Because yeah. I'm like, I even tell my students, yo, man, you don't got to win everything you do. Yeah. But when you leave that match or that per, that the, your your opponent leaves that match, they, they need to know they were in a fight. Yeah. You know, what I mean that they earned that win. You know, what right. I mean that you they just didn't walk through walk through you. You know, it was right. like so if you can just do that, you're straight, man. And that's how you really just earn respect in the martial arts community is being able to hold it down. Yeah, yeah. 
Man, I, I'm, I'm thinking like right now because I've seen like my buddies, uh, like Dominic. He now he has his blue belt, right? Yeah. Uh, my other buddy Dominic Alvarez has his blue belt. I think Mike, my buddy Mike Morel, also has his blue belt uh, under Ricky Nunez. Okay, yeah, I know Ricky. Um, he's been by the gym a few times. He just recently got his black belt. He just did, yeah. He, yeah. he had that fight. He just did fight to win, I think, two a few months ago. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about it because I mean, it has to be like what you just said. It's a small community, right? But you go in there, and I can only picture it. You walk in there just like every other, every any other day. But you know who you're going after. You know, yeah. like, you walk in there, you see yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. and you see that dude, you see that name, fucking Chargaloff. That yeah, motherfucker's dude. here today. <laughs> fucking down. Yeah. yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, you definitely, especially in the tournament, you know, especially if you do you do enough, you know the guys that are actively competitive, right? right so you right. know who you've, especially what if you've gym? Got, what gym. Yeah. You know where the killers are. You're like, right. all right, this dude, man, he's, he's winning this, he's winning that. So yeah, you've definitely got to trying to take him out. I have a nephew, man. He's, He's he just started jiu-jitsu when I opened my gym and, and he's not as dedicated as I'd like, but he wins, man. Like he's won some like heavy, heavy tournaments. Not well the head bigger ones like the Pan Ams and Worlds, he's gotten second place at. Wow. Like he's actually right now ranked 109 out of like 3,000 competitors for blue belt for the IBJJF. Damn. What? Yeah, man, he's with it. But you know, not not I'd like him a little bit more um dedicated to training, you know, mm. but we're different. Was that your <laughs> nephew? My nephew, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think, think I, wa- I think I watched one of his fights when Dom was up here at uh, SDSU. Good, yeah, I think, probably. I think, he, I think he he fought that day, right? Mo- probably. What? What? SDSU? What? I'm not sure. I don't know what he, he had. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think. Uh, he did that one. What's What's your your most frustrating thing uh, as a as an instructor? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you kind of toned down on your, your personal involvement and, and you doing jiu-jitsu, but you, you focus more on your students. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you do, what it is is I think you get you got to disconnect. You, know, you got to have that. that. Well, when someone comes in, first of all, I kind of I ask what, um, what's, your what's goal? their goal. And what does it say? Seriously, because it's I'm different, here to right? kick some ass. because <laughs> it's different. Some people, some people want to be competitive. Some people, I, I would consider my gym more of a blue-collar gym, right? So you got a lot of guys that work. They have families. They a lot of them just want to come in and learn jujitsu, maybe just blow off some steam or learn a martial arts or whatever. Maybe maybe get away from the family for an hour. You know, like who knows the reasons. And then you have some of their that are really want to compete, right? And, and, they, and they they want to really try to excel in, the, in this martial arts and this. Uh, I guess you call it a sport. Um, but yeah, definitely a sport. Yeah, so you can. It's it's a little different. I'm a little different with everybody. You know, if you, if you say you want to be a competitor, I'm gonna be on you. You know, because I have what I consider ways to train, and, and if you don't, you know, meet that expectation, then yeah. I'm gonna be on you. Yeah, you push you know? them. Yeah, I mean, you have to. And I for mean, those that are just kind of there to, yeah, I guess you know, break a sweat. You know, I'm not really, I'm not pushing them as hard like I would a competitor. Right. Competitor, you know? they're gonna have your name on them when they go out. To yeah. Oh yes, so of course. Sure not just my name, the, the Master apex. Barrett's name. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The whole lineage. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's bigger than you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's bigger than you. So when you hold yourself, you better hold yourself correctly because you're not just representing yourself out there. You represent me, my master, his master, down the line. You know what I mean? And that's just how reputations get built or, or broken. And that's with anything, too. It's not oh, just yeah. you just yeah. It's also with, with sports. Life, too, right? Yeah. Your your last name back then, your last name actually meant something. Yep. You know what I mean? Now yeah, it's yeah. like, ah. Uh, they don't care no more. But back then, you, you held yourself to a standard because, yo, I'm a Pablo or whatever it may be, you know? Right. So it's just different. 
Man, with that being said, we're going to cut take a quick break because when we get back, uh, we want to talk about the future of Apex and, and where they're headed. We also have some big tournaments coming up, uh, which I don't know if Apex is getting involved in, but I know it's going to be a, a big one for the San Diego community. We'll be right back. Do you love reggae music? Yeah. San Diego, Mariana's Pro Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Championship, San Diego, March 30th, 2019, San Ysidro High School. Register now. It's open. It's going to be on March 30th once again down here in San Diego. But, uh, yeah, man, we're back here with Tim Pablo from Apex Jiu-Jitsu. Yo. Hey, man, what's the address over there? We didn't get the address. It's uh, 4248 Bonita Road, so okay. Sweet B. We're right Wait. across the street from, uh, I guess... The, it's the Chilla Vista Golf Course. Oh, okay. Right yeah. there by the CVS or whatever that is? Right. It's uh, on the other... on the, right, you were T.J. Oyster, Oyster Bar. Yeah. Yep. That's... The, right this, next door? This, right next door. Dude, I will totally go right in there and grab a beer and just watch you guys roll. Right. <laughs> I totally do that. <laughs> Eating yeah, shrimp yeah. tacos outside the window. Just looking out the window. Yeah, Rich and I. Rich and I probably drink in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mitch getting his ass kicked. <laughs> that looked like it hurt. <laughs> um, so let's talk about a little bit about the future of uh, Apex. Um... You guys are are busy. You guys do you put how many tournaments do you guys do a year? Would you say? Uh, for our students, oh man, we, you know, we're 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 pretty spoiled living in Southern California. So there's there's a lot of tournaments. Like shit, like one. It seems like there's a tournament every month. Mm-hmm. Um, it, our kids are very active with jujitsu. Um, we could be, especially the local, the more of the local ones. Shit, pretty much, they compete quite a bit. More, the kids compete more than the adults do. So we got it. Cool. Yeah, we, it is I cool. Like it is cool. We, you know, that's the future of jujitsu. So we get a lot of kids that do compete. Oh, got you. Yeah. Um, do you comp- personally compete still? I, you know what? I, I haven't done a tournament in a long time. I actually haven't done a tournament as a black belt at all. 
but I've done super fights. So oh. it's it's instead of a, you know going through a bracket, you, oh. you're just you they they match you up against one person, and you, you fight that one fight. Oh okay. Yeah. So I've I've done uh, shit. I've done uh, three of them. Since you turned a black belt. Yeah. Since I've been a black belt, I've been a black belt going on what? I'm going on my fourth, fifth year, I think. Fourth oh wow. Year. Yeah, fourth year. And you got that from Barrett, right? I got it from Barrett. Damn. Yeah. Man. And Barrett, Barrett, belt. Barrett's known for not giving his belts out. Like, he's been a black belt since, I think, 2001. He has only seven black belts underneath him. Damn. Oh, wow. So, you know what I mean? So, that tells well, you, like... Compare, well, let's compare, compare it to... Give me another example of... Uh, I mean, just pretty much... Honestly, any other jujitsu professor, they, they, they're... Barrett's just known, because I ain't trying to shit on nobody. Everyone has their... their what they the criteria, their scales, criteria yeah. and scales of why or the reason of why they promote somebody so you know no one can tell you that you're you shouldn't but Barrett definitely is known in the jiu-jitsu community especially San Diego that he's from here or he's from Hawaii but he, he, he's here now he's known for not giving his belt out hmm. I mean there's dudes that have been like you know training for five seven years and they're still blue belts Yeah, you know what I mean so for whatever reason he has for you is his reasoning you know uh, who knows with him? He's a, he's kind of a, a you know, that sacred he mind is, man. He's he's definitely a jujitsu mind individual, and there's no questioning what he has in his mind for you. Right. You know what I mean? So it comes when it comes. If it don't, it don't. Yeah. You know. And if you if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out of it. He don't care. He yeah. will, will tell you like get out of here. He'll bounce you out quick. So tell me, uh, so what do you guys? What is your goals right now? I know you said a little bit about you want to do the boys and uh, girls club. Um, is that like a free program you want to try to yeah, run? Yeah, man, I definitely it would definitely be a free program. It, it, again, it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be like a boys and girls club or YMCA, but anywhere that that I can just you know set up shop, throw some mats on the mat or on the ground, and and offer a, a yeah a free jujitsu program. Man, that'd be crazy. Yeah, man. I just, feel like that's a lot of time, man. That you you would dedicate. That's to the thing, like that. right? It's finding time for me. It's yeah. you know I I, te- I I work every day. I'm an electrician electrical contractor I'm on business and then I teach jiu-jitsu in the evenings so but it would probably be like on a weekend maybe a weekend once once a week you know I mean I, I gotta find time to get back to my neighborhood you know so yeah yeah so whatever it was I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that out and see what what we can do and what, what what's your students ranging right now like how many of you guys got in there and what's their age range age range four to man we probably had some six-year-olds at one point. We have some fifty-year-olds. So you do have like a young, like four-year-old class. We do. We have a we have a four-thirty class, what we call the kids fundamental class. Okay. Um, and then we have a five-thirty class for kids. That's more the advanced kids class. So we got kids, yeah, from anywhere from four to um, thirteen. What are they, what do they do in the that that, that young four four to? We do jujitsu. Like do they yeah. roll? They do a lot of yeah. Rolling. We roll, man. I'm I'm very I'm a believer in in rolling, right? So. Even even the kids, even the beginner classes, we roll. You know, we, we they spar every day, and that's the beautiful thing about jujitsu is you can spar every day. Unlike a, 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 a striking sport, you you shouldn't spar every day. Right. You know, you don't want to get hit in your head that yeah. much. You get punched in my you face know? every day. Jujitsu, yeah, you no, know, that's not fun. But jujitsu, you it can sucks, roll Tim. hard every day. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I got my eyes swollen. My limit yeah. is really big. <laughs> nah, so even with the beginner kids, so what we do, we we go over more of like a lot of the positions, okay. positions, you know. Um, we do we do maybe we show some submissions here and there, but it's mainly just positions, control, you know, just balance and, and just a lot of guard passing, guard retention. What about um 
Okay, so you you guys all do gi there though. We do gi. Um, we have we have a Fridays we do a no gi class. You do a no gi. We do do we offer. No uh, how do you feel about no gi? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoy no gi. I'm not a big no gi um guy myself. It's funny because Barrett's known for his no gi. And we, we we would have these these arguments all the time about nogi. What what's more technical? What's not? You know, and and I, it's they're they're definitely different. Um, they're different. They're different beasts. You know, they're okay. they're different. You know, like I'm not shitting on anybody, but if you if you a strictly nogi guy, you throw a gi on, you're gonna be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. You know, if you never put a gi on your life, you're gonna be in a lot of trouble. A the technique gi- changes, right? The technique definitely changes. A gi guy can take his gi off and be pretty good mm-hmm. with no gi. I mean, if you look at the history of people who's won, like, the bigger no gi mat- or tournaments, the Abu Dhabis, the no gi worlds, they're primarily gi guys. Who's the, uh, who's the guy who has uh, the big one? Uh, is it? Andre Goval. That oh, guy, uh, he's, he's won, like, everything you could think of. Eddie Bravo. Right? Eddie Bravo. He, well, Eddie Bravo, he's, he's a big no gi guy. Right. Um, and he's made his his um he made it he's made a great jujitsu you know of career that. off of uh, his win over um he triangled um Hoist Gracie in the Abu Dhabi, which Hoist at the time was like fuck the man. Yeah. Like the man, like the jujitsu god, you know, like he was out there killing it. So Eddie like got him, got him, yeah. boom, you know, and, and they recently did like an, another rematch, like maybe a few years ago. Oh really? Yeah. Hoyler. Hoyler. Did I say Hoyler? Yeah, Hoyler. Hoyler. Yeah. Sorry. But they recently... Spell with, with a J. Sorry, yeah. Hoyce. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, Hoyce. <laughs> um, it was it was Hoyler. So they re- they recently did a rematch, man, and, and, and Eddie Bravo, like, it's another level, bro. Like, his, he's really evolved with his um, um his uh, jiu-jitsu game. So yeah. he got him in the second like, round, no He didn't tap, but, I mean, he he was all over him. Like, his... his yeah, he didn't have no answers. But I mean, I, I remember who was the the Gracie killer over in um, oh, Japan, um, yeah. Sakuraba. Yeah, right? Like he yeah. could beat the shit out of like Eddie Gracie, but couldn't beat the shit out of anybody else. Like he, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was weird. A, he, nah, he's a legend. He was some stuff. Him and his taped up knees. He did <laughs> I mean, he he had the best entrances I think in Japan. Like he would always come out in like a uh, Nintendo stuff. That shit was fucking <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that shit was awesome. He come out like in Donkey Kong outfits. <laughs> Mario, Mario yeah. Kart. Right? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, Shit so, made sense to them, but that was about it. Yeah. Man, but I, I could say that, man, I definitely respect the uh, jiu-jitsu community. Uh, I do know, like like you said, it's very small. Um, and you guys all have, like, this, uh, you know, this uniqueness to you guys. Um, like, my buddy Ray, he he's also does a lot of jiu-jitsu. And the way you talk is kind of like the way he talks about, like, just people... And the aspect of jiu-jitsu, it's not, it's a culture that you're trying to keep alive. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and the the greats are just kind of like passing down, like kind of like what we have in our community, the island community, yeah. right? We have issues of trying to tran- transcend that next uh, generation, right? Right. They don't want to give it up, but they have to at some point. They have to. I mean, it's inevitable. If you yeah, don't, if you don't give it up, it's going to die. Evolve, yeah. Right? And they're not going to do oh, it exactly yeah. how you want it to be done. Yeah. You know, you even your kids, they can do it exactly how you think they thought you did it, and they and your, your so grandpa's still gonna be like, yeah. "No, you're cutting the fucking chicken." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you do it. You know that's not how you, you know it. They have a grasp but, but, of the foundation. But obviously, jujitsu is not like that, right? Like I tell my students, like, but I'm, at one point I'm, it was. At one point it, it, was. it was. But honestly, jujitsu is too, it's one of those things where everyone's gonna do it. They're gonna make it their own. 
right, what I mean? Right, They're going to tailor right. it to their body type, their body style. Exactly. exactly. So it's not like, um, it's like the Bible, man. You know, not to be like, you know, hit the Bible here, but everyone that reads the Bible is going to take a little bit something different from it. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Interpretation. Yep. So that's sort of like jujitsu. If I show you something, like I even tell my students, yo, this isn't the core move of the technique. Yes, follow that shit. You it's know your what basics. Mean? It's the basics, yeah, it's the basics. but mm-hmm. you're going to have to tailor it to your body type. Right. Your body's not like my body. Right. Yeah. Your body's, you know, it's unique yeah, to yourself. You're a little bit more fat. Yeah, yeah so you, you have to. <laughs> you can, you're going to have to use things that are going to work for your your yeah. body type. Right. Right? So you're going to develop it. That's why they call it developing your own game. Right. Fucking you know rich. I'm, I'm just all, <laughs> I'm all power, dude. No technique. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like, if I can uh, slug you, no, I'm going to slug uh, you. No, I was uh, thinking right now, like, I'm like, Tim, how would you choke Uncle No-No? <laughs> I mean, the motherfucker ain't got I neck. choke his chin until he gives me his neck. <laughs> It's easy. Like, <laughs> hey, it's easy. You just go like this and cover his blowhole. No, I like, I just like make him chase me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just back up a little bit. Just, just keep moving. Yeah, keep just keep moving. moving. He start choking himself and shit. <laughs> he eventually he'll be out of breath. You guys are fucking yeah. full of shit, dude. That's why I do like the gi, man. You know, people dudes that have like that no neck, that that collar is gonna fit under that neck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna squeeze that neck. And if not, I'm gonna squeeze your chin. <laughs> if you ever had your face squeezed, it, it hurts. Dude, it feels like just your teeth squeezing are the crack. nose, dude. Yeah, man. That's squeezing what Big Barry nose. used to like to do. Yeah. He, he called it um the toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> Let me quick story. This this dude, man, right. Barrett was known for it's called the it's they call it face raking or the toothbrush. Mm-hmm. What he would do is he used the blade of his form. So if he had like you like an, his his move is, is the the crucifix. Mm-hmm. So he's okay. trapped one arm and he's on your back. So to give you your your give you his your neck, he'd call rake your face. So he he drive his form up on your nose and push up. Right, Whoa. it's painful. Or on your mouth, they end up calling that the toothbrush. They actually like, but this dude, I swear to God, I used to walk into the gym. He would be hammering his fucking form with a hammer to harden what? to harden his to form. Harden so when he yeah. or not form, but his wrist. Right. So when he raked your face and your teeth or whatever it was, it was all conscious. Bro, conscious, I swear to God. I tell that story, and... people are like, what? I go, yeah, dude, this dude sits there with a hammer, like, bing, bing, bing. I'm like, woo, this dude's. It's like the Mutai like, guys. Yeah, it's like the Mutai guys. Exactly. What's up, bro? with you, bear? Yeah, for real. I'm like, this motherfucker's crazy. I didn't even ask him how his morning was. I walk right by, like, it's going to be a tough morning. Let me start stretching. I was like, should I just leave now? Like, He's gonna hurt somebody. He's gonna. It was mainly us. Like shit. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so before we get out of here, uh, we have once again Tim Pablo. He's from uh, Apex Jiu Jitsu down here in San Diego, California. Yes, sir. Uh, where can people find you? You guys have a, a Facebook. We have a Facebook. We have an Instagram. So the Instagram is Apex. What is that? Underscore is that underscore. Mm-hmm. Bjj. Underscore. <laughs> Tom, what is it, Tom? Let, let's, let's pull it up. Let's pull it, let's pull it up. Well, I, don't, I don't deal with the social media. <laughs> right. I teach the jujitsu classes. You guys got a Facebook, though. We do have an Instagram and we do have a Facebook. All right, we'll put that up on the on the uh, SoundCloud <laughs> as we release it. Bonita. All right. Apex underscore BJJ underscore Bonita. That's what and I then, thought it was. And also, if you need electrician work, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is also an electrician out here in San Diego, California. Uh, yeah, so yes, if sir. you guys ever get power outage, call them. <laughs> <laughs> Electric 24 INC. Oh, man. Uh, well, we want to thank you, Tim, for joining us today. Yes. Man, thank you guys and, for having uh, us. Was man. Fun. Yeah, that was that was uh, some good history on jiu-jitsu. I do want to join, but I'm probably going to end up uh, throwing my boys in there. Uh, 
since you do t- you teach four and, yeah, and over. Definitely. So. They're crazy though. I got to throw my girl in it because she needs to burn off some of that. Yeah. yeah, my boy, my boy's dopey, so he ain't got to worry about no teeth and shit. My girl, my girl thinks she's a ninja yeah, right now. Dopey so. and shit. Yeah, she, hey. My girl thinks she's a ballerina ninja. I'm telling you right now, the women, the girls, the, the little girls, the women, man. Yeah. Girls are they, mean. They, they're <laughs> girls are mean. They fight with their heart. You know, they're, everything's like emotional. They're just like, yeah, bitch, what you say about me? No, ears? but they, they, they're if, especially they're a little bit more, um, you know, mature. You know, so they, they pick it up a lot faster. I thought you were going to say crazy, but... No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, knows well, know. he knows better. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to choose my words wisely. But uh, thank you for joining us. We're going to get out of here once again. Thank you for joining us on Island Block Radio, nope. powered by Dash. Dash. And we'll check you guys later. Escalators. Shoot.